0: you know i'm very grateful to this experience in so many ways because i have reconnected with parts of myself that i think i'd been so busy and exhausted with my work i did, i dropped a lot of the parts of myself along the way just because i've been busy and had other goals i was pursuing and so this pause that the pandemic created for all of us um i feel like was very good for me i it I feel weird about saying that because I'm very sensitive to the pain that so many people have felt. So I certainly wouldn't say I would ever wish for this again. Um, I'm just, I'm just looking for the sunshine in it, right? Like, okay, this, there are some moments here that I'm going to take and I'm going to keep, but I'm not giving back.
1: Welcome back to the Balanced Bowly podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within and across your relationships, and you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. Here we are in the midst of season 22. The coveted season that I have personally been waiting for because this is the most important aspect of my life. It is my number one guiding principle, the season theme to fully live what you teach. It is inherent and crucial that if you have not caught up to this mantra of sorts by now in 2020, I'm worried for you. I am worried that this world has not given you enough signals and messages and the universe has not shattered and shifted your paradigm enough to make you pay attention to the fact that now more than ever, we need to practice what we preach to be a product of our product and to make sure that whatever it is that we're selling in the world, both professionally and personally, if you are out there selling love to your spouse, but you're not loving them back, let's pay attention to that. If you are out there selling you know, empowerment and exhortation and all the reasons to be highly performing and highly productive, that we ourselves have to do it. Even if you, you know, are teaching more of the baby steps of that and kind of backing into it because you're more advanced, that's okay, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is lean in to the message that you're sharing and make sure you're mirroring the message or revise it. Because perhaps that story that was a part of your life, that was a part of your narrative that got you to this place, doesn't serve you anymore. And that's really what this season is about. So every single expert that I'm bringing here today or for this season, should I say, is absolutely a reflection of that. They are showing up and they are showing up fully for themselves, for their families and for their clients. And although they may have had to revamp and pivot and just make things work because of the paradigm shift that we've all felt globally between COVID-19 and the unrest for racial injustice and all the things that have happened and the many, many more that we just don't have time to name with all the political stuff and whatever, it has made them all take a deeper look at how they were working in the world and saying, you know what, let me do this a little bit less and that other thing a little bit louder. So today I would like to present to you a woman that I have the pleasure of interviewing today in this kind of virtual kitchen conversation space we have. Her name is Chris Plackey, the thought leader and expert for entrepreneurial management. Chris has poured her life's work into learning and then teaching how to lead teams. In a space where there's a lot of noise and a lot of advice, Chris has designed the how-to of team leadership through her five-step management system. Chris knows without a doubt that there is no challenge you are facing as a leader that she cannot help you solve. Chris, welcome to the Balanced Boldly Podcast. How are you today?
0: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here.
1: Yes, I'm excited that you are here. You're looking beautiful and glowy and high vibration. I'm feeling it. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. You're welcome. I would love for you to just take a few moments and share with all the listeners a little bit about the work that you do in the world.
0: Yes. So I coach female entrepreneurs who are um, cresting over that seven-figure mark. because, and, and the reason I work with them is because that's where usually you start having a few more team members. And um most female entrepreneurs are not trained managers. And so as soon as you start having people in your business, <laughs> then they're not doing what you want. There's a lot of challenge with releasing control and learning how to delegate and learning how to set expectations and hold people accountable and you know, even fire people, how do you do that well? Um, And then other strategic challenges, like talking to people, having difficult conversations, holding a team meeting. You know, I think there's a lot of assumptions, especially for women that we should somehow just be good at this.
1: Mm. Um,
0: You know, we manage our households. Usually we have a lot of, um, we're very good at multitasking. We have a lot of things going on. But manning, managing people in a business, is it's different and it's a skill. It's just something we need to learn. And I've been doing this for years and it just feels good to work with women who would otherwise maybe give up on a business that um, they care deeply about. But it gets hard when people don't do what you want and you want to you quit. So yeah. I do what I do and I love what I do and I love my clients and um, I've been doing it a long time.
1: No, that's awesome. Are your clients from all different types of industries? Are they, um, you know, like, are you industry agnostic or are they, you finding that they're really coming from a certain space as service providers or coaches and consultants themselves?
0: No, I am, I have never called myself that, but I would definitely say I'm industry agnostic. I have, you know, online business owners, influencers, Um, I have brick and mortar, floral shop seafood shop, um, dog training, um, insurance, you know, the, the shared challenges of managing people. It doesn't matter whether you have a virtual team or a a team, you know, in a building with you. Um, so yeah, I would say I'm my business is probably 50, 50 online versus versus brick and
1: mortar. Which had to be really important for you with all the shifting that so many of us had to, you know, manage over this last year.
0: Yeah, the brick and mortars were affected heavily by COVID. Um, I'm so proud to say that all of the women I've worked with are all rallying beautifully through this process, through this, I mean, what, disruption. Um, We did a lot of work. You know, March 13th was the day where most of, everybody started to get some sort of sip either threat or it happened and by on March 14th i had already started i created a whole program actually that i launched just for female entrepreneurs that was called leading through crazy times and it was all about how to really manage and how to talk to employees and how to make decisions about your team you know and we were talking about PPP loan and all the things that everybody will know at this point that were so vital and important during that time so um, and then online businesses, some weren't affected at all. And mm-hmm. others um, were, it didn't even matter. It just depends on the industry that you're in. Um, yeah, who you're serving. Yeah. And then the way that people think about their business also is the greatest impact on whether they thrived or suffered a little bit too.
1: Yeah. And hit some bumps in the road. How yeah. kismet was that, that you intuitively because you and I both know like you're typically working behind the scenes on programs for a minute before mm-hmm. they hit, you know hit the front-facing audience in the air so you right before all of the the world felt the shift that yeah. was, was energetically coming prior to that you were prepared and preparing your clients yeah. um, with this new program you, you had was what did you feel like you were prepared for that shift because of the your own work that you were doing behind the scenes and maybe your own team of advisors? Like what was going on with you that you decided, hmm, this would be a really good time yeah. to, you know, have this in place? You know, that's <laughs> a really great
0: question. I haven't given it a lot of thought. Um, So I like thinking about that. I think the answer is twofold. I think, yes, I have some friends and colleagues and we had all been probably, you know, 72 hours beforehand like, whoa. Okay. And so I made a decision that became the thought that just pulled me through the whole thing, which is I can help. And um and then and then to answer your question also, yes, my former life before I became an entrepreneur, the business I worked for went through a very tumultuous, disruptive experience internally. And it wasn't brought about by, you know, a pandemic, but it was still very painful and very hard on people. And so I learned a tremendous amount about guiding leaders through difficulty and having to make decisions when there's no right answers and having to really, you know, access your own courage and strength to make difficult decisions. And so I did feel very prepared to be someone who could help others through that moment. So I just stepped into it.
1: Yeah. And that's, I was literally hearing the word prepared, right? And that's, that's always what it's about is be ready. So you don't have to get ready. And although to your point, and to a lot of the points of the listeners, I know that this disruption shook all of us in some kind of way, what this, Personally, physically, mentally, you know there's a a, mm-hmm. a lot of anxiety and things that were coming up for people mm-hmm. that wouldn't normally uh bother them, but being put in shelter in place for three months in your home when you're you know a go getter a get it done or you know all the all the little things it could be really challenging uh, not mm-hmm. including the little people at home and the, you know homework oh, that, and right? kids all day at home right. and then your husband's
0: home or whoever your partner all day.
1: No,
0: where's my house? Like I work from home, and now all these people are here. Like I'm supposed to be alone for eight hours a day. What? You're interrupting my sanctuary space. Yes, everybody out.
1: Yes. No, it's it's definitely been something that has been coming up for a lot of people. Um, I jokingly say, but with seriousness, because you know, with every joke, there's usually a seed of truth. Um, there's a lot of babies that'll be made out of. All of the shelter in place that was going on during this, you know, kind of version of quarantine that we went through, but there's also going to be a lot of relationships that end. Yes, Um, right? Yeah, like there's no more. There wasn't a buffer during that time. You usually got to escape for 12 to 16 hours a day to go do something powerful in the world, whatever that looked Mm -hmm. like for you, Mm -hmm. and then you can come back and have, you know, the fact that he chews really loudly. It was just (laughs) in a. It was in a dose. (laughs) You know, and or that yeah. jump the floor, or that you know she clanks every pot. You know, whatever it is, yeah. you didn't have to deal with it all day. And you know, and all of us have been changed around on some level. And it's really an interesting time for marriages, long-term monogamous relationships, which are the only kind that I can speak to, um, as well as how we were able to show up for ourselves being at home. Right? Like our exits to go play tennis or go for a run or a lot of those things that were for our own self-love and self-care were also interrupted on some levels and if you are a powerhouse like you are and you have to stay filled up to the mm-hmm. brim to make sure that you are ready to pour out to all of those that you have the privilege and opportunity to share your gift with mm-hmm. it gets really challenging when you're feeling like someone unzipped you and all your energy spilled out
0: that's a really good analogy yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, me, for sure. I had to every day, um, I, my whole self-care regime had to change dramatically in order to step in because some of the conversations I was having with my clients were really, really, um, intense and painful. And there were some people who, you know, who were looking at losing everything. And, um, you know, I wanted to be the place where they could come and do that work, but yeah, I had to make sure. So I really upped my game. Um, for myself to take care of myself so I can show up
1: for sure. No, absolutely. And what is, what does that look like for you when you're just trying to raise your energy, not for the relaxing side of it, but when you're like, I looked at my schedule and I'm cringing a little bit because, you know, I got my own tough, courageous conversations with staff or team or, you know, even with your advisors, because sometimes we have to check them too when, they're they're not taking care of themselves as well. And then they're projecting on us and we have to be prepared to recognize a projection versus accepting it as advice that's really for the benefit of us. Like all the stuff that you already teach and know, like how are you able to to work with yourself in, in those moments?
0: Well, I'll be honest, I did a lot of things differently than I probably have. Um, and, you know, I just, I, so I physically started, getting up earlier every day, um, and it coincided well with daylight savings, so that, you know, made it a little easier, and I walk every day, walk every morning. Um, I started also looking for new teachers, new perspectives, um, and so I stumbled on a few books that were a lot more oriented towards spirituality and healing, and that um, was very, fulfilling for me to feed my spirit and my soul, um, and give me more perspective outside of just what was happening here in this moment. Um, so things I haven't really done in a while, honestly, I also hired a numerologist. Yeah, I understand. And I love her. We talk every week and she gives me perspective that I would never have. And, um, it's vital. You know, I know I'm a much better at what I'm doing because of it. Um, my results have been really great. Um, so I think, you know, for me, it's so, It's so, and then I do, I have a couple really dear friends and even though we've all been stuck, you know, one girlfriend for sure. We talked every morning um, and it, it was critical to, my own sanity and staying the course and we're both business women we both have our own companies and so we would kind of keep each other directed and and then also just check in on the personal side so um, head and heart mm-hmm. yeah have to do you have to find that for yourself because yeah your house starts to feel small and you know i'm very grateful to this experience in so many ways because i have reconnected with parts of myself that I think i have been so busy and exhausted with my work in a good way, but also still just sort of shut a lot of it out. And I have teenage kids, you know, I, I let a lot of myself. I I dropped a lot of the parts of myself along the way, just because I've been busy and had other goals I was pursuing. And so this pause that the pandemic created for all of us, um, I feel like was very good for me i it I feel weird about saying that because I'm very sensitive to the pain that so many people have felt, so I certainly wouldn't say I would ever wish for this again um i'm just I'm just looking for the sunshine in it, right like okay, this there are some moments here that i'm gonna take, and i'm gonna keep, but I'm not giving back
1: absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, I get it. I have I've been saying for a while that this very unsolicited disruption, because no one asked for it, for sure, has been a gift. Uh, and I know that it's very difficult for many people to um, appreciate the gift of it when they're in the midst of firefighting, mm. you know, right on the floor, right in the midst of it, whether it's because of the physical impact of it, mm. the indirect because of maybe a family member or loved one mm-hmm. that they may lose, lost, whether they care give care, give for them or not. Mm-hmm. Um, or also the, the jobs that are lost, right? Like the, the companies that had to shift and change, right? I totally understand the firefighting that goes with it. Um, and I stand one and in parentheses, like there's an and that we have to look at and we have to remember. Um, I'm a psychotherapist and a clinician by background. And my Focus has always been as a trauma specialist, which is the root of all my training, mm. is looking at things from a strength-based perspective. What is the strength that I can find in the midst of all this ugly, horribleness that is being shared or that I'm sensing or feeling as an empath? You know, what is what is happening here? And I can honestly say that in the horrific, ugliest of ugliest moments, I can still find the gift of something, and I think when we sh- when we zone in and we focus on it, to your point, and we look like what is the light? What is that thing? It allows us to find more light, yeah. more things, right? Yeah. Like if you look for it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you you know what you focus on, you find more of. So if yeah. we focus on the negativity of all the shaking and shattering that has happened in our world. Then of course we're we're going to look everywhere and we're going to feel it, and our clients are going to show up. With it, you know, like all we're going to attract it. Uh Uh, But if you start to do the work for yourself and really fully live what you teach, which is the essence of this whole entire season, then you get to attract more of you, more of the good, more of what you want. And also those things that challenge you to be even better, including challenging people, places and things um, for the good sharpening, right? Like iron sharpens iron. And I think it's, mm-hmm. it's imperative to your point. Um, I'm really grateful to hear that you were able to do the work for yourself as one of our leaders and teachers in the world, because it's important, right? Cause you're creating ripples through your, your clients and all the things. Um And with that, it's really important that they're, they're getting the seeds of your light versus the seeds of destruction, because maybe you weren't filling up and taking care of yourself. So it's really, it's powerful to hear that you're, you're out here doing the work. Yeah. Well,
0: it's a choice. And, you know, there were some people I know who just didn't have, didn't want to, didn't, and that's okay too, right? Like, I think everybody it was an interesting time. I think we're in such an interesting time, right? Everybody thinks they know the right way to do things. And, you know, I know for sure what we've learned through this COVID we're in it still, right. As it's like, nobody knows what we're doing. And so we've got to look at what feels right in our hearts and for our family and and stay out of judgment of everyone else. Um it just doesn't serve us, you know. We are it it is such a trip, right? Like we've all been experiencing the same thing. I mean, that's pretty crazy that the entire world has all been having to deal with the same thing. That that's a first in my lifetime. So, yeah, mine too. Yeah, but we're still by we're still all bifurcated and diverse diversified and like I don't understand why we haven't been able to come together and see this thing together in one way, but
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like that's a whole right. other podcast episode, yeah, that's a whole other yeah season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it really is, and and I love that you pointed it out, though, right? Like there, there's the reality of we are created as a collective, right? Mm-hmm. As individual and as different and juicy in our diversity as we are we were all created on the same, you know, original wavelength, I'll say that. You know, whether you've grown and allowed yourself to grown, it, grow into, you know, quantum leaping into other dimensions or not is a completely other episode, right? A completely separate um, yeah. season. But to, to be in this space where you were shaken up together says a lot about the power of our world. Um, mm-hmm. And it also says a lot about people who continue to hold on to the anchors that don't allow them to grow, whatever Mm -hmm. that is for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I understand why you chose the audience that you chose in terms of working with them and knowing that the more money you make, the more responsibility you have, but there's also uh, more challenges to that. And you wanna honor that that's a different conversation and a different table, for lack Mm -hmm. of a better analogy, um, Mm -hmm. that, you need to have people come to and sit at so you can help have them feel safe and comfortable enough and not feel like they're they're being put down because they're not at a certain level or that right. they're looking down because they are at a certain level and right. so safe conversation uh we have an equality measure here with mm. the fact that we're at least within this, a similar tax bracket and mm. we have similar tax bracket concerns and mm-hmm. challenges, um, as well as responsibility. So yes. I know that you're doing that. Yes, for sure. Kind of love Philadelphia. <laughs> um, so I would love to ask you, uh, before we wrap up, how do you give yourself permission to pause and relax at the end of a beautiful day of all that hard work you're doing? So those are the,
0: my, my pause. Um, so normally, here's what I will tell you. normally my pause is, um, I go to Hawaii every year. I do a retreat there for, for female entrepreneurs. And, um, I go every October and, um, this year, I don't know what's going to happen. And so I have been a little disconcerted. I'll be honest, because that has always been like my thing. And I go alone and I spend a week and I do my retreat, but then I have time to myself um and so that's been interesting for me to really because that's like my place. so going to Hawaii is like my thing that I do um so I've been there in my brain a lot right now but my pause for me is that ritual in the morning it's um I get up I go for a walk I listen to you know mantras and walking meditation and I journal And I have become, you know, religious about it. And um, when I don't do that in the morning, the rest of the day feels very fractured and ungrounded. And so, um, and I walk, I don't walk like my neighborhood. I, we have like this dirt road Mm -hmm. that runs and it's, so then I'm like in nature.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm super envious of people who live. In places they have more access to that because i think it's you know you walk by trees and you see birds and hawks and i see cottontail bunnies and jackrabbits and they don't know yeah they're like everything's fine Mm -hmm. right don't worry about it you're just out here looking for you know a mouse to eat so nature always is such a uh, grounding reminder that everything's okay just just keep going, so that's my pause,
1: yeah, no, I love that and um, and I think a lot of people listening could align with trying to see what will be different for them, considering they weren't able to have their you know much adored go to places um, yeah. in twenty twenty it's
0: just somewhere you go like locally, but now it's inaccessible or not somewhere you feel comfortable going. And, you know, I mean, I'm sure those will, that will all continue to you know, change and evolve, but we all have to evaluate um, things differently. And that was for, for sure. For me, I used to travel probably every two or three months too, mm-hmm. not a lot, but just enough that I got a little time away and um I don't have that now. So, you know, I'm just trying to find ways to regenerate for myself and talk to friends more than I see them. And
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're literally creating an, a new way to ground yourself mm-hmm. uh, because you're on a new level now, Yeah. right? Like this, this was a spiritual shift for many of us. Oh, so
0: well said. I keep using the word awakening. I, um, and I don't think we're anywhere near it. And then, you know, you mentioned with all of the, dis, the, the unrest and racial inequalities and systemic racism, like as we're recording this, we're on the cusp of something. And Um, I realize there's been so much pain, I'm overwhelmed by it. And um, I'm doing what I can in my business to add support and add leadership, we're going to do a whole thing on um, conscious inclusion and really change the way we develop leaders, because I think that's my charge. Um, But I also have this, like, it doesn't make sense, but I feel like Christmas is coming. Hmm. Like, I feel like I just got goosebumps when I said it. Like, I do feel like we're on, like, something's on the other side of all this. You can see my eyes are a little watery. Like, yep. something is on the other side of this that is going to be amazing. And I do believe, I know you have a few a few brave men. So, to you also, so you're not, not included, mm-hmm. but it's going to be the women who do this. Yeah. And we need to work together. because the men had their shot and I'm done. (laughs) I love you. You made a mess. Now we have to fix it and we're going to. So, um, you know, so I'll be curious to see where we are in six months time. Um, and very hopeful for
1: it. A thousand percent agree. I, I am extremely hopeful as as much as this is so uncomfortable and awkward on so many levels for all of us. Um, I am definitely hopeful. And part of the reason is because it's what helped me survive. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it got me really, really far in life by holding mm-hmm. to that hope and obviously being in action love and action along the way and forgiving Mm -hmm. myself for mistakes and just all the things that we need to do. Uh, I agree. I I would love to embrace that Christmas feeling. Okay. Thank you for sharing that with me. That was a good, like I felt it. Oh, good. I I felt it when you said it. Um, You're amazing. So I need everyone to know how to get in contact with you.
0: Well, the, um, certainly my website, chrisplacky.com is where you can learn more about the work I do in the world. Um, I'm on Instagram, which is um, which is probably where you would engage with me the most. Um, you can certainly find me on LinkedIn and Facebook, but if you want to connect and say, a hey, and tell me you heard me on the podcast and um, let us know what you think, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I'd love to connect. I always love to meet new people and see how I can help.
1: Absolutely. And of course, if you are seven figures or above in your business and you are looking for help with managing your teams and being able to create those courageous conversations that we have to have not only with your team members, but also sometimes with your clients. if you have to do that make sure that you contact chris and and get some help get some guidance this is not the time to do things the old way and try to just suffer through it yourself this is the time mm-hmm. to get a team of advisors in place so make sure you reach out to her for that beautifully said thank you so much welcome. i'm so honored that you were here today
0: thank you're- you for having me it was a lovely conversation
1: you're a gem Everyone listening, thank you so much for participating. You have been amazing, beautiful people that have carved out time, hopefully distraction-free. If you were not working out on your treadmill, being on your spin bike, or jumping on a rebounder somewhere while you were listening to this podcast, which is totally okay, because that is not distraction. That is all about increasing your dopamine levels. I'm, I'm all for it. Um, if you weren't doing that, I hope you had your pen and paper out and really took some good notes and got an idea of how you can do some things differently, as well as ask yourself some some of those tougher questions of how you could show up fully in your own life that perhaps you weren't doing before you had this conversation. So as we move on, I want you to do what I always ask, that if you are new to Balance Boldly, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share so we can make sure that all the other ambitiously bold and brave people out in the world, both women and men have access to these wonderful work, life, and love balance tools. If you are already a subscriber and you have rated and shared, kudos to you. Thank you for carving out more time. Uh, And as always, follow up with me at Ask Nikita on all the places, Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, all the places, Uh, you know, my favorite place to play very similar to Chris is definitely Instagram because it's just easy. It's just really easy to meet me there. So if you have a quick question, send it out over there. Otherwise, the only thing that I have to say as we start wrapping up this season and this year is if for some reason you were in a really deep rabbit hole and you haven't picked up Selfish Permission to Pause, Live, Love, and Laugh Your Way to Joy, my survival memoir and personal transformation story, I don't know where you were. So make sure you go to Amazon or Bars and Nobles or all the places. It's at 40,000 locations, literally internationally. Make sure you go and pick it up because I've already heard the feedback. And I know from taking eight and a half years to write it, that it is worth every single page. So make sure you go get your dose of healing from seeing my life bled all over the pages um, just so so you could feel more comfortable looking at your own and saying, oh, I wasn't that bad. Um, But outside of this, I want you to go create your balance and create your joy. But remember, do it boldly. Thank you for listening.